2: National look inside the NFL with a guy who still has KC barbecue running through his veins. I babied a pork butt. He left in 07, but due to a technicality found in his contract, he's back as our NFL insider. I am broken! He brought you the cover three, his one big thing, a whiz wagon, a weather robot, and he loves ribs. You sucked the meat right off the bone. Live from New York City, it's the captain of the mothership. His mother named him Damon, but we call him D.A.
3: It is Da of Mad Dog Sports Radio, and of course, Six Ten Sports Radio alum Da. If I'd have told you that uh, soon as uh, soon as you moved away from us, we'd have just parades on a yearly basis,
4: what would you have thought? I mean, this is such an out of body experience for me when I hear people say I'm exhausted of the Chiefs winning. Who's saying they win that? Too much. They're the, well nationally, maybe outside of Kansas City. Uh, you gotta you gotta realize people are. There's Chiefs fatigue outside of KC. And I just laugh. I'm like, I don't even know what you're talking about because last time I checked, the Chiefs hadn't won a playoff game. And I just saw a graphic that said the last 10 years, like Kansas City has maybe the second most or the most total championships of any city in America between the three that the Chiefs have and and the Royals winning them. Again, just shaking my head because all I remember – is the Omaha Royals, and the most interesting part of the Royal season was Zach Greinke's spring training interview. So I just I don't even know what's going on in your neck of the woods.
2: Well, I think it, it's funny that you say that because they, they did the stadium press conference yesterday. We'll get into that. Ryan LaFever started off. He goes six of the last ten years, somebody from this sports complex has either been in the World Series or the Super Bowl.
4: I mean, think about that, considering once upon a time, not that long ago, just making the playoffs for either one of those franchises was a huge lift. And I mean, for the chiefs, it wasn't that long ago where it was, can you sign Vonnie holiday to shore up the defense? Can, <laughs> can, can, <laughs> can Patrick's can Patrick Sertan be the missing piece to get the defense to the 15th ranked defense in the league, or I'm not going Kendra- to open up a wound. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm not going to open
3: up a wound. If I say Kendrell Bell to you, am I? Yeah, yeah, Bell? Yeah.
4: <laughs> I mean, Kendrell Bell was supposed to be the, the solution to everything. And then Kendrell Bell, signed. we banged the drum for, uh, seven months to get Kendrell Bell. He finally signed. I had a player show with him. And like within the first three weeks, he was such a bug. People were booing him at his own player show. I mean, it used to be negative, really negative. And now all you guys do is just stack championships and parades. It's
2: outrageous. All right, D.A., from from your perspective, what would be the more impressive feat for Patrick Mahomes? Seven championships or a three-peat? Uh, 3 Pete
4: mm-hmm. because it is never been done before. I mean, I just, and the idea that you could in this day and age with how much attrition happens over the course of the season due to injury, attrition due to free agency, a more um, scrutinized game than ever before, a more sophisticated game than ever before. The idea that you could summit this mountain three consecutive years has to be, I mean, kind of like impossible to even believe now. Doing seven is also kind of impossible to believe, but his trajectory is so wild that that's not that hard to conceive of. And I guess the three-peat isn't as well, but yeah, a three-peat is just kind of so difficult in any sport to do, let alone today's NFL.
2: Yeah, and, and that's why I think it's so impressive now, because in in my opinion, DA, each day that goes by, it's harder to win in professional sports. It just is. And, and if you get a three-peat, you've not only done something that nobody has ever done before, you're doing it in an era where they make it impossible for teams to repeat. In the NFL, I mean, 50% of the playoffs turns over every year.
4: Yeah, it's true. And I remember talking to you guys after the Chiefs lost to the Bengals, And kind of thinking, boy, what's going to be enough to feel as though they maximize Patrick Mahomes? Was one championship, because it had been 50 years, it was glorious, but was it enough? And the answer that we all came to and then last year was kind of vindication of like, okay, lost a Super Bowl to to the Bucs, lost an AFC championship game to the Bengals in there, but they got a second one, and so if you walk away from Mahomes' career, and this is the window. He got two championships. You can't be disappointed. And now after three, it's cemented that, I mean, he has one of the greatest careers already of all time. And thinking that the Chiefs can go to three in a row or win three in a row, like you said, Fesco, under normal circumstances would kind of feel impossible. And yet, if this version of the Chiefs, which the three of us, you know, dissected daily or at least weekly when I came on with you guys and you guys did daily... If this version of the Chiefs can win a Super Bowl, I have the tendency to believe this is going to be the worst Chiefs team we see under Patrick Mahomes over the next ten years. If this team won it, I I just I just wonder how many you just keep stacking because this was not the team that was supposed to final was supposed to summit this this mountain again. And
3: now, the caveat would being they'll they'll probably be a quote unquote better team that won't win it. You know, chances are that 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 will happen at some point in time, and we'll all be just absolutely crushed. Like, wow, this is the best team to put together, and they've just become so automatic of just navigating everything that Mm -hmm. you know. Odds are, there will be a a really good one that won't finish the deal. Yeah, which is no doubt. And and I think
4: the one that lost to the Bengals was probably a better team than this one. Now, this defense was elite. But I think that the the team that lost to the Bengals and I think you could even argue the team that lost to the Patriots in the AFC title game was better than this one as well. So that's definitely gonna happen. And that, that kind of goes back to what Fesco is talking about. This is a sport that's a one game sport of the playoffs. And if D Ford is lined up on sides, you go to the Super Bowl. If he's lined up off sides, you don't. I mean th- this is kind of the this is the 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 mark this is the difference between yes and no, win or lose in today's NFL. So the idea that they can do three in a row, so many things have to go right, but it's not impossible because of what we've just witnessed. But no doubt there's going to be better versions than this Chiefs team moving forward that doesn't win a championship, which is what makes capitalizing when you get there so, so important. I think about Don Shula and Tom Landry right now. Why? Because those two guys went to five Super Bowls, but they only won two of them. Andy Reid already surpassed two of the greatest coaches of all time just because he, got, he capitalized on this moment, on this game, because you don't know how many times you get back. But, I mean, yeah, it, Patrick Mahomes has now entered the realm of Michael – montana brady of feeling inevitable that it's just an inevitability that he'll find a way to win which is such rarefied air
2: it really is da with us here on 610 sports radio and yesterday the royals released the renderings for the for the downtown ballpark i'm stoked let's get the shovels in the ground let's get this thing moving what do you think because not only are we winning championships now we're building world-class ballparks to replace world-class ballparks it's great it's freaking awesome. I love those
4: renderings. I love that spot downtown. I mean, you know, when I was there, downtown was just getting going. Power and Light District was just being built. And we all kind of wondered, would downtown Kansas City ever feel vibrant and lively and energetic? And then, of course, P&L changed all that. And then to put a ballpark down there is awesome. And I, I think Kauffman's charming. And, you know, Kauffman has worked for a long time. And Kauffman's very accessible and easy and all that. But, Baseball today is meant to be played downtown. It's meant for people to get there and be able to mill about and walk around and go to other bars and restaurants and make it a part of the night instead of the, old, the whole night altogether. So I love it. And the, the park looks amazing. And I think the location is awesome. And I think when you have things like that, it completely changes the culture of your entire franchise. Look at the Padres. They were such an afterthought It also ran, they played at a big football stadium. They moved into that beautiful ballpark Petco Mm. and they immediately had an identity and a a moment and, uh, and fans started flocking there and it just, it felt alive and real for the first time in their franchise's history. So that type of stuff does matter and change things. And I, I, I saw those pictures and I tweeted them out. I was like, this, this feels and looks really big time and really exciting we are you gonna park? No, I'm, kidding. I'm, kidding. I'm, <laughs> kidding. I'm kidding. I'm
3: just kidding. I'm just kidding. That 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 has been the biggest pushback as as it always is in this town. But um they had to point out yesterday there's more parking actually downtown than there is uh at the complex
2: for uh for, really? uh, for vehicles. That's so kind of a shock yeah, is that. Yeah. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. forty thousand spots downtown, twenty six thousand down yeah. a,
3: a quick vicinity, you know. Wow. You, I mean, okay, you've, so. walked, you've walked from the outer perimeter at, at the sports complex. That ain't a short walk. You know what I mean? Like we have all made that that yeah. that hike to the outer edges well, of the Well maybe not DA lot.
2: because he wasn't here when the Royals were good. <laughs> no, but he's done it he's
3: done, <laughs> but he's done it at Arrowhead. Right? Yeah, Right. Um, it's 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 you know, it's that's a that's a long hike. So if you get within, you know, ten minutes of, of that in a in a downtown setting,
4: it's the same thing. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you lose, I guess, the tailgating part of, and Kansas City is always great for tailgating, even with baseball in the summer. So you lose a little bit of that, I guess, if you're parking in garages and and lots that are smaller. But it's awesome, man. If you've ever been to a downtown ballpark, you know, you go to Wrigley, you go to Fenway, you go to Petco, places where you can walk around and go to restaurants and hang out at a bar and. You you knock down a couple of beers before you go in or you go out to eat after the game. It's just such an awesome summer experience, and that's the thing yep. about baseball. It's just not an event anymore. I don't think it'll ever get back there, and so all-star game ratings are lower and World Series ratings are lower, but what it is is an a, a excuse to be out in the summer, and you just kind of want a reason to to have a few beers and to bring the kids out or whatever, and if you can add to that, a chance to go out to a sports bar, go out to a restaurant, go out to whatever is around there. It really just gives you another reason to, to be part of the baseball experience. So I think the trade-off of driving access parking, and when you go, you spend a day and you have other things to do besides just the baseball, it really enhances the whole experience.
3: All right, I had nothing to do with the uh, with Chiefs title, but people have, have told me congratulations, so we'll pass that on to you, too. Congratulations. All, everybody that had nothing, right, yeah. nothing to do with it, could just go ahead and enjoy it,
4: all right? I, I just – it's like Kansas City's karma is amazing that, I mean, for how many years was it the Royals stink, they'll never be winners, and the Chiefs can't get over the hump, and it's just like this is what we expect is torture every year. And the fact that now we've gotten to a point where you don't expect to lose, you just expect to win, for anybody under the age of 20 or 25, this is impossible. This is just – this could have never been reality. I mean, Kling, when we're working together, if I was like, yeah, dude, in 15 years – the Chiefs won't stop winning Super Bowls. So you'd be like, "Are you kidding me?" <laughs> I mean, you, you, you named you named your dog Kimball after Kimball Anders because that was a highlight of the football it's season. True, it was, Kimble yeah. Anders, like yeah. throwing a good block, yeah, yeah. was the highlight. It's just if you would have said in 2007, they'll definitely win a playoff game this year. Be like, I went in the time machine. They won a playoff game. Wow, they made the divisional round. They made the championship. That's amazing. Now you. You can't stop winning titles and having parades. I feel great for everybody in Kansas City. I know the passion. My first days there, I was a newbie in town, and and I was host of the Dante Hall Show. I didn't know anybody in town, and there was all these super fans that were dressed up in wolf costumes and big arrowhead heads and X's and everything, and they were so into the show and into Dante and into the Chiefs that I was just like, this place is amazing. And to think that back then the redemption was can the defense be ranked fifteenth because then we have a shot to yeah. now how many rings will we collect over the course of Mahomes' career is phenomenal. My whole family's into the chiefs everybody i'm we were all rooting hard for the chiefs on Sunday night, and uh, they're all New Yorkers and uh, they know my roots in Kansas City and and we all love Mahomes and everything so. Props to everybody there, man. I'm so happy for you guys. Yeah,
2: my whole family's converted over, too. My mother goes, the Giants are boring. Turn them off. Put on the Chiefs. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Proudly wear your combined Dante hall Kendra Bell
3: jersey today and enjoy uh, enjoy Parade Day, DA. (laughs) Thanks, buddy.
4: Thank you. I'm going to have a Boulevard weed as I do so. There you sounds, go. There you go. Sounds great.
3: DA, Mad Dog Sports Radio, of course, 610 Sports Radio alum joining us here yeah. on uh, 610 Sports Radio, talking uh, NFL with us all season long. We thank him for that. And uh, we got a little, uh, little Royals in there, too.
2: So. Absolutely.